you've been with us through this month of December, as we've been marking the weeks of Advent, each week we've taken the time to consider the songs of Advent, and in particular the songs contained in Luke's Gospel. We've heard the song of Mary and her wonder at what God was about to do. We've heard the praise of Zechariah. And yesterday we listened in to heaven's angels as they belted out a gospel tune in the fields outside of Bethlehem. They proclaimed that a Savior, the Messiah, the Lord of heaven and earth, had been born that day in Israel. But tonight, as we reach the the pinnacle, the culmination of Luke's Christmas story, he introduces to us the most unlikely minstrels of all. Tonight, we meet a choir of shepherds. I want to share with you a reading from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verses 15 through 20. Luke says that there in the fields outside of Bethlehem, When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and they found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Although Luke doesn't give us the lyrics, he doesn't give us the precise words to the shepherd's song here. I love that image of this this band of shepherds marching out into the hill country of Judea, singing praises to their God, bursting with worship and song. Tonight, as we're gathered here, gathered on one of the last nights of the year, one of the darkest nights of the year. We are gathered to continue the song that they began that evening. Tonight, my hope is that as a people, as a church, we might also leave here tonight glorifying and praising God. In particular, for this one thing, that he has come among us, that he has sent Jesus the Christ to save and rescue and redeem us. So very briefly, I want to look at, at three things contained in these few verses about these shepherds. Three things that, that we could take on board and that, that we could consider what would it mean for us to add ourselves to that shepherd choir? How might we join in They're singing. Firstly, I see in these verses that this shepherd choir is singing about something they have encountered firsthand. 
Right? They sing about something they know. They sing about something they have discovered. Luke says in verse 15 here that when they hear about this child, when the angels bring their proclamation to them, the shepherds gather together and they respond saying, let us go then to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened. There's a response, there's an inquiry, there's a a desire to make this gospel their own. You and I have heard the songs of the angels. We've heard the songs of of Christmas carols more times than we could count. But tonight I'm asking you, have, have you taken time in this Advent season? Have you personally been drawn to go and see and investigate the mystery of the Incarnation? The mystery and the power and the gospel of the person who is Jesus Christ? Have you peered into the manger to see what it holds? For us to to truly be part of the shepherds singing, we need to be people who have checked out this gospel for ourselves. And only then could we know, is is it actually worth singing about? Has it found a place in us, in our hearts, in our lives. The second thing that strikes me about their singing is how, as they hear the angels sing, as they hear this gospel proclamation and they begin to to follow it and, and to trace it out and to investigate it, it causes these shepherds to become part of something greater. It causes them to become part of a family in a community gathered around that gospel. From most of what I've read about shepherds in first century Palestine, they were, by virtue of their occupation, outsiders. They were considered among the the sort of riffraff of the day. They were, you know, to, to be held at arm's length. And they spent their days out there, right? They, they lived in the fields outside of the cities alone. But Luke tells us here in verse 16 that in, in the pronouncement these angels make, not only does, does that proclamation draw the shepherds together with one another, but then in their zeal to go hear and see and know this child that leads them into home, leads them into the company of Mary and Joseph. And if you've ever experienced the hospitality of a, of a Middle Eastern culture, you'll know that, that these shepherds would have been met with all the food and drink and provisions that were on hand that evening in that humble household. All right, these outsider held at arm's length, shepherds on that evening were welcomed in by Mary and Joseph. They were given an opportunity to visit with Jesus firsthand, up close. That invitation to, to belong, to be part of this family of God, spills out, and, and we're told in verses 17 and 18 that these solitary, introverted 
Shepherds who spent their days in the fields now spill out onto the streets of Bethlehem, telling their story to the whole community. We're told that the community is struck with awe and wonder at what they have to share. The gospel of Jesus Christ is like that. It invites us to be gathered in. It invites us to have our lives bound up with a people, with a community, who are struck with wonder and awe that our God has chosen to live among us, has chosen to call us to be near him. And so on this Christmas Eve, we have a God who would call us in from whatever field we are wandering in, and he would say, come, be in my home. Encounter me there. Sit around my table. Experience my hospitality. The shepherds in their song sing of what it means to be joined to the family of God. And third and finally, the composition of this shepherd's choir should encourage us as well that God loves to choose the ordinary and the unlikely, even the undignified people of this world to be out in the front of his gospel choir. In this choir, there are no rehearsals, there are no auditions. There's just the gracious invitation to come and to know the God who would make himself flesh, who would would come and make his dwelling among us. Anyone who's willing to stop long enough and to wonder at the mystery and the joy and the beauty of a God who would do such a thing. They might then soon find themselves going forth, glorifying and praising God at what they hear and see. So in just a few minutes, we're going to conclude our evening with a time of song. And I hope that as as we lift those songs that our, our praises would, would come from being people who have encountered our God firsthand, who have been joined to him and to his family, who have experienced his welcome and his hospitality. But before we do that, I want to invite you to experience those very same things by coming to the Lord's table.